Hey, shalom, everyone. We are excited to be back once again to bring the word to you. I'm Dr. Renee, the Assistant Pastor of Empowerment of Faith, and we are ready to just spread the kingdom message once again. So for those of you who've been watching, remember to like, share, and subscribe, then click on the bell in the upper right-hand uh, corner so that every time we come on, you can be notified. And then also, if you have a question or a comment, feel free to drop it in the chat. We would love to know where you're watching from. And so it would be great to hear from you. So Dr. Larry, we're bringing it to you. Now. All right. And uh, we're tag teaming still in this uh, particular teaching that we are doing. Uh, Dr. Ney is the assistant pastor of Empowerment Faith Kingdom Center for Ambassador. Uh, actually, uh, when, when um, Yahava revealed that to me, uh, we was in our other home that we built from ground up and we had what we call a prayer room. And I was in there praying and she walked through and the father said, there's your Yahashua. I look, I don't see another male in there. <laughs> you know, I kept praying I, and, and I, don't, I don't resist what the Holy Spirit say. And immediately I got up and I went in there and I told her and she just looked at me. You know, she has looked at me and I said, I don't challenge the Holy Spirit in nothing that he does. And I had already eliminated the male chauvinist doctrine that's out here in terms of what a woman cannot do. It's, it's crazy that you have a human being created in the image and the likeness of the father for a man to tell her what she can't do by her creator. And the last... Uh, um, convincing I needed was a, a woman walking in that particular position of a emissary called apostle. And that was about 15, 20 years ago. And, and an emissary called an apostle, you know, came to the, he, he passed now, came to the ministry and ministered, and he opened the scriptures up right in that, it was in the book of Roman Yim. And I went to the original name and I saw this emissary team y'all would call it apostolic but that's an english word from the greek word uh that's where apostle come from in the english it means one cent but emissary is better because it's one cent with the authority to represent the sender that's why we use emissary and that 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 did it for me I, i'm good to go so I, I don't fight women you know she's not a subspecies of being uh she is not a sub anointed person when the holy spirit is in you he is no more powerful in one person than he is another. If he chooses to use a donkey, and he did, he chooses to use a rooster, and he did, then so be it. That's not my call. And I got scripture to validate everything I'm saying. So in this message we're dealing with, uh, Dr. Nay, understanding the new birth, and um, we're coming from a kingdom pers perspective, a kingdom perception. When we say kingdom, we're talking about the government, inclusive of the governing policy, the laws, the systems, the principles by which this government and this dominion that's occupied by one king function. So king is not something you put on your back and you think you got an understanding of it. So that's why we go in depth in terms of definition of what we're talking about. And, and this is something that we've been on and we have talked about a person can be born again and choose to turn away and go to hell. Yes, they can. A person uh, must meet the conditions 
after a person is born again, then there are conditions that we must maintain in order to spend eternity with the Father. Am I right, Dr. Nate? We have hit that word over in Aleph, called mm -hmm. first Yochanan, called John. Uh, was it 216? Where yeah. he says, yes. that, yeah, we hit that, right? Right. Where's, it reminds me of this message that you ministered about 21 years ago, and mm -hmm. it was meeting the condition when you are in that position. You remember you that? I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> I think I got saved again that day. But uh, <laughs> Meeting yeah. the condition of the position. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You have to have a corresponding mm. action because mm. for long enough, religion has taught us that, well, you can just go and repent again. Child, mm. he'll forgive you. But what about being changed? <laughs> what about that action that will cause you to not even have that desire to go back when you have totally done away with, you know, all of all of the that desire of wanting to um you know just be in sin. So you have to meet that condition. Yep. So that's it. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. So it's it's the same teaching, just you know, it's just different title. Right, right. It is. You know, so somebody's saying, well, well, I, I keep saying we've been teaching the kingdom message by teaching the word for years. That's right. For years. There are conditions uh, that must, now you started this, there are conditions that we must meet presently every day based on our position. My position is an ambassador, a new creation in the anointing, in the Messiah. I'm born again. I'm a saint. Now. With that position, there are conditions that we must meet. And we meet these conditions for our own benefit. And that's what we talk about, the, the keys of the kingdom. We learn the laws, we learn the principles, we learn the rules, we learn all of this so we can receive the benefits of our position. So if we don't understand what the new birth is all about and what, come, what follows that, then we're having some issues and some problems. Positionally, we have the righteousness of Elohim in Yeshua, the Messiah, Yahweh, Elohim, the Father, because Elohim is that, that goes to Yeshua and the Holy Spirit. We're the righteousness of the Father, our creator and sovereign ruler, in the anointing. Positionally, everybody is righteous. Well, I, I don't want to do that because I know I'm not living right. I'm, you might not be, but if you're born again, your spirit is in a right position with the Father, and that in itself is eternal judgment upon everybody that's been born again because no one have an excuse for living unrighteous when our position is righteous in relationship with the Father. That's all he see. You understand? Now, there are conditions, and to say that just because I make a confession that I'm going to heaven is a doctrine of error, is not right. You know, I was saying this earlier, learning uh, the keys of the kingdom is like learning a new language. Everything is strange, but you know you must learn it and it takes time to accomplish that. So we in this area of, uh, we talked about several things, you can go back and listen to it if you haven't heard it, uh, but we in this area of faith,
is it, faith guarantee us to live throughout eternity with the Father, not making a confession. Faith does. I got seven points. I don't think I'm gonna pull up now because we're gonna go to our, our notes here. Just gonna pull up. It's the only way you pull it up. And, and Dr. Nina, we're gonna get into this. But living by faith, not by a confession that we made, and when I die, I'm automatically going to heaven. But Ibrahim uh, 6 and 11 say, no, 11 and 6 says, but without what? Faith. The Hebrew word, amen. amen. Some say iman or amen. The Hebrew word, amen. Yeshua never said faith. He said amen. And we use the keys of revelation to get the meaning of each one of those letter words to extract original truth out what faith actually is. I got seven points. We may get to it. So without living by a belief system that contains or the ideology of the belief system contain the original thoughts of the father. See, all of us, our belief system is full of ideals, original thoughts, what we call ideology. That's what we think about and that will determine who we are. So without the ideal and the ideals of the father being in me that I receive as being true, is impossible to please him because I can't live out truth if truth is not in me and is not controlling and influencing, impacting my philosophy, which is the way we think. And that's going to determine how I am. Not by saying, Jesus, you are my Lord, and I believe God raised you from the dead. Now I'm saved because the scripture says, if you say this, you, you say. No, 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 no. No, that's not it. That's in the Bible. That's in the Bible. And I must tell you that that translation is full of holes. It's not a complete thought. That's the way we get born again. That doesn't guarantee us that we are going to heaven when we die. And by the way, we were never created to go to heaven. We were created to live on this earth. And after everything is over, those who do make it and do maintain a life of faith. Everybody coming back on the earth. So we need to get the heaven boundness out of our minds because earth is our home. Our spirit come from our creator, but earth is our, he created us for earth and not for help. Where they going, they going home to be with the Lord. That, that's, that's not our home. That's where we come from in terms of our original source. The father in heaven created this earth and release out of himself, us into a physical body. One body contained the entire human race. From that point on, everybody, when we were conceived, our spirit uh, repeated, only our spirit did this, repeated what the father did at first. When a conception take place, our spirit come from the father, get in that mother's womb and a person life begin, you know? And, uh, you know, uh, people had discussion about abortion and stuff like that. And when is it a human being? According to the laws of the kingdom, the minute that sperm hit that egg cell, that law bring that person's spirit from the father immediately and it become a human being. Now, here's a, 
the the part about it that the father had to correct because even though that spirit come from him, it goes into their mother's womb and a person is formed, but that spirit is disconnected from him. It come from him and then disconnect because of the sin nature of man and what man did. So that spirit is in us when we go through the process of acknowledging who Yeshua is being Lord and owner and turning away from my rebellious sinful lifestyle, then we get the spirit is born, what, again, born again. And then we become a new creation in the anointed, you see. And FEM 4 and 24 says that we were created. And make sure you take your notes in the scripture. Don't believe me, check the scripture. FEM 424 said we were created in what? True righteousness. Righteousness. And what? Holiness. Holiness. Yes, definitely. There was something that you said earlier. I was waiting for you to complete that thought because everything that you were saying was um, really good. You mentioned about um, the word uh, I mean, the Hebrew word for faith. And it's amazing how as an ambassador, just looking at those Hebrew olive beds, I mean, we know it begins with olive and how the father, he is the source. He's the source. And then um, Mem, which is telling me about the anointing. So we have olive Mem and then we have noon, which is dealing with life and activity. So it's amazing how even in the spelling of faith, how we are to rely on the source, um, rely on the Father as our source, and the anointing is dealing and working in my life, and there is activity. In other words, it's not stagnant. I'm always depending on Him, and by me doing this, I have that corresponding action. I am walking in faith. Um, the righteous or the just shall live by his faith or her faith. So it's a way of being. It's a lifestyle. And so as believers also tells us that we're like trees planted by the rivers of water. So there's that activity again. There's that life-giving spirit again. So it's just amazing. Um, I have learned to embrace the Hebrew language just by being connected to empowerment of faith and um, through your books, the teachings. We'll talk about that a little bit later on, but if you don't have uh, keys to revelation, it's a great tool, study tool to have just to give more illumination. Yeah, you know, and with that, what, what she was making reference to, um, it's, it's, it's a strange language to the mind that has been conditioned by cultural religion. You see, because all of those are kingdom definition of terms. And all of that come from the personal lexicon, Yeshua himself, not man's thoughts. But Yeshua said, I am a higher. He, he was telling them, I am these Hebrew letter words. If you understand their meaning, then you understand me. And you want to validate uh, uh, linguists and their uh, expertise in translating language, you use those Hebrew letter words to do that because a person can speak Hebrew, ain't born again, hate the Holy Spirit, but they can speak Hebrew. So when people ask me, I say, I'm not trying to speak Hebrew. I want to know what the letter word means from a scripture standpoint. 
And that's what helps us out and we'll get past this the elementary peanut butter and jelly sandwich type teaching along the lines of faith. And why this is so important, because this is the only way that will guarantee us spending eternity with the Father, not by hoping and wishing and praying. Now, we may have to bring that uh, particular uh, verse up. Uh, it, there are several there. But I tell you what, let's look at that because our main a point here is proving that salvation itself is complete and finished, but as relates to us, there are conditions that must be met. We must meet the condition of the position in order to live out eternity with the Father. Again, I know it's strange language because it's coming from another government and another kingdom. Let's look at, uh, what is it, uh, Aleph, uh, Yoganon 216? Uh, ministry tech pulled it up for us and uh then we're gonna go we just flow it we got our notes here but you know we don't sway away from the holy spirit trying to you know stay with notes they're gonna pull it up where he said the world is passing away and uh, a, a reader can read that 15 and 16 and 17 come on and read that for us Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but whoever does the will of Elohim lives forever. Now, Doctor, I noticed you didn't say that, but whoever make a confession that Yeshua, aka Jesus, you are my Lord, and I believe that the Father, Elohim, aka God, raised him from the dead, I'm saved. I know that I'm, I'm see, that's why I said earlier that a Romeo 10 and 9, that translation is full of holes. Because they have you thinking one thing and you go over here, wait a minute. I gotta do the will of the, the Father in order to uh, live forever. I thought I was saved. Well, listen, that's because of erroneous teaching. The scripture, there's a law. There's a law of studying scripture. There's a law of scripture interpretation. You must prove out a thought by the witness of two or three other thoughts that's on that same tree. You can't go to one verse and say, this is it. You gotta have other thoughts in scripture that are bear witness to that being the truth. The father did it like that because he is one. His word and his spirit is one. You must be able to go to this tree and pick fruit from the same tree, not go to a banana tree and get an apple and an orange tree and then telling me these are bananas. It doesn't work like that. The, the father himself have set things up that he is interdependent upon himself. You see it in there? So when we go to different verses, you, uh, different thoughts, I'd rather say thoughts. You never ever make this hideous mistake in this dangerous era of imposing my preconceded ideals upon his precepts. 
his original thoughts, his original plan, his idea. That's very dangerous. I see people do it all the time, all the time. I hear people do it all the time. I mean, just make it mean what I want it to mean based on my soulish interpretation. You see it. Now pull up Ibrahim transliterated uh, to Hebrews, but it's actually Ibrahim. And let me make this point again. Dr. Nathan back this up. Anytime, anytime we change the original name of anyone that's, that, that's recorded in scripture, that's in the Bible, we fall into the category of continuing to promote slavery. And one of the main points of slavery, this, this to anybody, not just the black folk, anybody, is to serve that person or those people from their native language, their native names, and their native culture. That's, that's a hideous sin. So when we say it doesn't matter, that is coming from erroneous doctrine, a person being indoctrinated. So you never ever realize finally that, wait a minute, I'm colonizing the people in scripture. I'm changing their names to my nation names. I'm changing their culture to my culture. And there's a teaching that we did in the uh, master's degree program in our, uh, I don't, well, people call it seminary, but our, our uh, ambassador training school of thought, one of the veins of in scripture interpretation is called Revelation Accommodate. Dr. Renee was in that course, the master's course. It's, it's called Revelation Accommodated. And that means that when you hear scripture, whether it's historical, whether it's comprehensive, whether it's poetic, whether it's doctrinal, you must leave it in its original content form and meaning and don't try to change it based on my culture. That's why a lot, a lot of stuff got messed up right there. Oh, we, we, we the church, you know, there's a new age, that's past. It's what you call it, it's what you say, it's, it's, it's shut up, stop, stop it. You, you, you're manipulating the minds of Elohim's people. It does matter when Deborah uh, gave uh, that particular individual that goat milk. You need to understand what goat milk does to you and then put a, a, a spear through his heart. We must understand, we must leave that like that, you see. So what we are doing, we're teaching from original thought, original source, not a church creed, a church doctrine, what Mr. Big Hutu said, or what's trending, or, or what so-and-so, and, and whatever. That, that doesn't matter, you understand? So we're gonna pull up Ibrahim 11 and six. So that's why we stress leaving their names, their cities and their nation as a part of who they were. And it wasn't Europe or America. They wasn't English or British. That's why we stressed that. So go to Ibrahim 11 and six that so we just pointed out. And while you're getting that up, I wanna say that um, there, were, there was years ago when you first started saying Yeshua 
before the congregation did. And I was like, well, that's him. I mean, if he want to say Yeshua, that's him. You know, if he want to say Elohim, that's him. You know, it's it, that's his preference. And that was uh, religion holding on to me, me not letting go of what I had uh, um, been taught. That stronghold had gripped my mind. It seemed like it didn't matter, but it did matter. Because uh, Yeshua, um, there's a big difference between Yeshua and Jesus. You know, Jesus, he, isn't that uh, Latin or Hispanic or something like it's that? Latin, Latin, it's, yeah, it's Latin. Latin. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so it does matter. At that particular time, I did not see it. But absolutely, I see it now um, because it does matter. So going back to the original. So you think that... Um... What had a part to play? Y'all can take the script down just for a moment. Um, what had a big part to play in that? Minister text, you can take it down for a moment. The scripture, we'll pull it back up in a minute. What had the part to play in that was your discovery of the detrimental effects of colonization on people and severing them from their original source history true history would you say that had a lot to do with you seeing the light absolutely it did and i i didn't even realize how much it had taken root in my life until the holy spirit brought that illumination i was ready to let some things go but as long as i was right as long as i was holding on to it saying it doesn't matter old as him then i didn't change but when I actually allowed the Holy Spirit to um, deal with me in that particular area, I was able to make that change and just let it go. All right. So you exchange. You made an exchange. Right. You made an exchange. See, and you know, in our, in our study course at 615, we're dealing with repentance. That's the first level of change. You can't change without understanding what, what repentance truly is. I mean, truly is, you see. Now, let me ask you this question right here. Did I set you down as being assistant pastor because of that? No, you, you sure didn't. Did yes, I you did stop you from teaching because no. of that? No, you did not. Isn't that amazing? Did I, did I bash you because of that? No, you sure didn't. Did I throw you under the bus, the truck, the train? the boat because of that. No. No, I just kept repeating truth. The point I'm getting at, you combat error with truth. You just keep speaking truth. And those who have the spirit of truth in them, y'all getting it? We hear truth in the spirit and receive the illumination in the mind and there to change it. And there are no more excuses because you got the light. It's not what I said. It's the truth that you know that's bearing witness with the truth. And that's an element that's missing. The spirit of truth always bear witness to the word of truth. And because, well, for this reason, if I don't know the voice of my spirit, and the voice of the Holy Spirit, I will follow the voice of my soul. And the soul is always prompted by emotions. 
you see in it. The other thing I wanted to add was um, the word says, uh, the day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. And um, that's really important. That's key because um, when the word comes forth and if I'm not ready to receive that word and I already have a preconceived ideas mm -hmm. of what I think something is, then really um, it's just going to, it's not going to do what it's supposed to do. So I have to allow the Holy Spirit to sever that stronghold that's deep inside of me and uproot so that the Holy Spirit can do exactly what the Holy Spirit is has been designed to do. And that's to, you know, cause change. So I just definitely want to just share that because many times, um, especially with religion, religion has allowed us to feel comfortable in mess. Mm. Can I put so, that on a t-shirt front and back? Yeah. So people are comfortable, comfortable in mess, mm -hmm. whereas the thought when the word comes, the word comes so that there is a perpetual change, a change that's going to take place mm -hmm. and you will forever be changed and not go back to that thing. So, yeah. Right. Right. That's, that's awesome. Totally awesome. You know, now let's look at. And, you know, we, we're not rushing this thing because we need to get this. Living by faith is not a cliche. And we went uh, this weekend to Galatians uh, 5 and, and, and showed that living by faith is actually living out of the born again spirit. But we're going to look at Ibrahim. I told you I wouldn't come back there. We're going to look at Ibrahim and we're going to go to Galatium and show that Living by faith is living out of born again spirit, and to tie that to, and we we're gonna show you uh, this word uh, faith in the Hebrew. I, I have a note here, and it's the basic, it's not the extended meanings, you know. But Doctor Nate was sharing those extended meanings, and it's more than one because she mentioned that that Aleph, Father. You remember, well, Aleph also means the authority of the Father's word, which he governed by. See, that's why when you when you go into what Yeshua instructed us to go into and get these meanings of these Hebrew letter words, we we get a, a, a broader perspective of what this is. Not just some saying some word and I confess and believe that I receive. No, it's more than that. The father ruled by the authority and governs by the authority, the spiritual authority of his word. So we can stay right there on the left and say, hey. Or I can ask myself the, que myself the question, am, is my life being governed by the authority of his word or is it being governed by my emotions and my soul and what I want to do? Big difference. Big difference. So let's look at Ibrahim 11 and 6. Y'all got any questions? Just stick your hand up. We'd be glad to get it. Ibrahim 11. And y'all know this. this. This is ABC, you know, doctrine. This is one of the uh, seven layer of doctrine, kingdom doctrine we're teaching, too. We're going to get to it. Faith in Elohim, Elder Demetrius taught it uh, Saturday area in there. All right, so he says here, since nobody want to read the last time, we won't waste no time. And without our main, without living out of the born again spirit, without being governed by the spiritual authority of the Father's word, without being 
uh, having his original precepts and thoughts in us, it's impossible to please the Father. It's Im what do impossible mean? Not possible. Anybody else got a different meaning? Everybody agree to that? You can't do it. He don't accept, he don't understand nothing apart from living out of that born again spirit and allowing myself, my life to be subject to the spiritual authority of his word. And, and what he went on to say, he says, and because anyone who comes to him, in the English, the word comes mean continue. Am I correct? Continue. Just the way faith comes. It, it comes by continually hearing words spoken that proceeded from the mouth of Elohim himself. You see in this, who comes to him must do what? There it is, believe. Must receive. Must agree with. Must accept as truth that he exists and that he reward those here's a condition you remember we said meaning condition of the position here's a condition he don't reward everybody you know lord bless your child no he won't no he won't not according to what he said maybe what you said but not according to what he said he said he reward those who earnestly or diligently do what Seek him. Seek him. Now look at this word seek. Um, um is it is it Matthew Yahoo 633? Uh, I know Yokanon, he said, my words are spirit and they are life. Uh, why he's what 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 scripture talk about the birds don't they keep singing? Yes, yeah. seek, right. seek you first the kingdom of El Put it up, mm -hmm. put it up, put up. This word seek is more than just knocking on the door. It's more than that. And we want to uh, tell you what this word, but we're going to go over there uh, to math. Is that Matthew Yahoo 6 and 33? It is. Okay, uh, pull that up. And we're going to show you what this word seek is. Now, this is dealing with how to spend eternity with the Father. And if it's not, a life that's being governed by the authority of his word. That's why it's so important adults, grown people who pay your own bills to realize that everybody must submit to somebody. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody about somebody. Say anybody must submit to somebody your first oh man this 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 listen the first teacher of the father's authority is your daddy and your mama and if a person do not submit to the authority of their daddy and their mama they're going to have a hellish of a time submitting to the creator father. That's one of the problems we have, absence of fathers. Absence 
of father husbands in families who have positioned themselves continually in the presence of the father. A father doesn't mean being mean and tough. Oh, I got cut. Oh, it's okay. You're a man, boy. Just slap it and keep work. No, that's not. That's a fool who don't care about his own body, who the father gave him. And he can't love his family because the scripture said, how can a man love his family and love his wife? He don't love himself. Corner ladies, don't fool with a man who abuse himself. Don't fool with a man who don't appreciate who he is and is not taking care of himself. Now, somebody get ready to get offended. Now, y'all go out on a date and he asks for some hot sauce and put out his bag of skins. And if he can't see his toes when he look down, he don't care about his body. He can't, he cannot, I repeat, cannot care. Ooh, Ty, you know, he's so sweet. No, he ain't because he don't appreciate who he is. That's a law. That's a law. I was telling one of my sons, I said, listen. And you know, our family's on display. I said, don't let me ever hear you say that again. And don't you disrespect the father like that ever again. He was saying something about his body. You know, he he just want to push and achieve goals and stuff. But he young, he learning. I said, when you say that, you disrespect your creator and dishonor him. Ladies, when you talk about, ooh, Chad, I just, ooh, and this, just, and, and you disrespected the creator who created that body. Now, you don't want to abuse it and get in the shape that it's in, but it's still his body that he created by creative rights. Never, ever speak negative to your body again and dishonor him. That's going to help somebody. Now, whew, there's so much coming out of this. So much coming out of this. Let, let's, let's go on over to this. What, what's the other scripture we're going to? Let's put it up. Matthew 6 and 33. All right. Now, he that comment, comment, comes, come, come. Same thing about Romeo 10, 17. This is how your belief system, our belief system is developed by continual hearing. If you stop hearing, you stop developing your belief system. Well, I'm going to take a sabbatical. I'm not going to hear no word. I'm not going to do no praying. You being a fool, and the fool is the one who told you to do that. It's breaking the law of faith. Uh, come on, uh, read this. Where are we at? Uh, slip up a couple of verses. Let's get the uh, the content. Let's let's get see what he was talking about. What what brought him up to this point, and what 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 he was doing. Now, no, 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 no. You're going too far. There is twenty five. Do we need to go there? Let's go start at twenty five. Let's go. And now I'm getting ready to uh, show you warriors how much sin you committed and how you are standing in the father's face and telling him he don't know what he's talking about. And he don't have the resources, nor the power, nor the ability, nor the nor the authority to handle that thing that's worrying you to death, because that's what worry do. It will kill you. Come on, start reading, Dr. Nate, so we can move this thing on. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. 
Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how Elohim clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all of these things. Point to it for me. Point, 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 point. There you go. Yes, thank you. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. Hold on, hold on. Now, when you're studying, that's why you don't go to one verse and, and, and impose our own thought. You go pick up the substance. What he is about to say is based on substance, content. And the context in verse 33 will be easily understood. He is talking about unrighteous, evil, demonic meditation. Worrying is meditating on things that I cannot change. Worrying is meditating on things that I am, you are in denial of the father ability and power to change. It's a dreadful sin and it's been made so light. Right. It's uh, worrying is perverted meditation. Per perverted, perverted, toxic, poisonous meditation. Right. There's because a lot of meditation. Huh, mm -hmm. Dr. What I was going to say was because whatever it is that you are thinking about, you're lifting that thing up above what the word says. You're meditating on that and you're saying that that thing has more power over what Elohim word says. And we know that he has all power and he's on, you know, he's all powerful. But when we, when we uh, decide that we're going to give more power to that thing, then we're saying that, Father, I really don't trust you. So I choose to just, I'm going to think on this. I know I'm not supposed to worry, but I'm going to think on this anyway. So that's actually willful disobedience. It's actually ascribing power to darkness rather than to the Father. It's actually being in denial and then turn right around and pray. I'm not throwing you under the bus. I'm just showing us where we've been in a dreadful era. One thing you never, ever want to be charged of by the heavenly courts, and that is denying the creator. Please, please stay away from that. And it's so easy. See, sin is easy. Rebellion is easy to do. It's so easy to let that mind get occupied. What the first thing, the first level of that happening and that door to open into a person's mind and develop a stronghold is stop hearing the word. And you get around uh, Sister Bucket Mouth and Brother Clown Shoe and start listening to all that trash they talking 
And then you start talking about the same thing and you stop hearing the word. When we stop hearing, I didn't say haven't heard, but hearing continually the word, we invoke our will to say it doesn't work. He doesn't work because his word is not it. And I choose to engage in perverted meditation. Just like meditation produce, what what does meditation produce? Somebody tell me what meditation produce. Illumination. Meditation produce illumination. Meditation produce illumination. Doctor, you you might have stopped and checked the door for a minute. Just turn your camera off, check the door for a minute. Meditation produce illumination, right? Watch this. Illumination is when the Holy Spirit give us a complete comprehensive understanding of light, of truth. He the only one can do that. We can never do that. So what the enemy do? He go opposite. Instead of meditating on the word, meditate on the problem. And just like meditation produce illumination, a full comprehensive understanding of the truth, perverted meditation produce ignorance, produces confusion. Are y'all getting this? That's not living by faith. That's living by darkness. And you know what happens, uh, Dr. Daniel? You know what happens? The, the product of that is that the physical body chemistry is thrown off because the body is functioning against its purpose. The brain is releasing poison instead of life substance. The organs are affected. The facial structure is affected. See all this wisdom I got on my face? All that stuff will be there, not because of wisdom or genetics. It'll be there because of stress. Worry creates stress. Stress is putting more pressure on something above what it was designed to handle. I see the spirit here, I don't like. Then we were des- we never were designed to operate in worrying. We were designed to operate in believing and trusting our creator and what he said. Catch this now. So when the scripture uh, talks about it's it's impossible to please him if we're not living out of our born again spirit and being governed by his spiritual authority of his word and our life and his spirit. And when we come to him, we must believe that he exists and that he reward those who diligently meditate by continuing hearing his word. See, it's, it's, there are principles there. Well, I just live by faith. I live by faith. I confess I'm a faith person. I live faith is faith and day in this. At, at three o'clock, I'm going to make my 10 confessions of faith. And I'm just a faith person, faith man. All I know is faith. I believe. I receive it. I blab it and I grab it. Stop. 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 Stop playing games. That's not it. There's, there are principles. 
rules, laws that govern this lifestyle that I must activate. Watch the devil when he move in is an indicator that I stop hearing. I stop meditating on the word. I stop thinking about the word. I stop allowing what the father thoughts are, what his intention is, what his will is to drive me. You see. And then when I'm asked about something, I can't answer because it never got in me. So in order, I would say this, one tip. <laughs> Can I use the word tip? Is that all right? A nugget is the first, go repent. And it's a spirit that have set up in the mind. There are demonic strongholds in the minds of people who worry all the time. And that stronghold actually is taking that person to the borderline of committing blasphemy in terms of denying the father power and denying him for who he is. That's why you never ever let nothing get on you that you sitting there looking out the window. A daydream. Daydream is meditating. And it's not the word, you know it's not the word. Oh, oh, I don't know what, just thinking, thinking. Somebody, phone call, oh, something, something happened to so-and-so, so-and-so, and most of the day, oh, oh, girl, I just, I don't know, I just, I'm just going, you don't know, I'm dealing with some things. It's just some issues. It's just a lot of, you know why it's going on? Because I'm not seeking the dominion of the king and his right way of doing things. I'm not seeking that. I'm not meditating and reflecting on my position of righteousness with him. And I, I'm creating true righteousness. I'm not thinking about none of that. I'm thinking about what happened. Ooh, pastor, pray for me. I got some bad news. <laughs> I love my wife, I'm telling you dearly. Uh, uh, I heard something today and, and she say, um, you didn't get emotional. That didn't bother you hearing that? I said, that, me getting emotional won't change nothing. It's not going to change anything. Yes, I'm concerned, but I know if I slip over in that realm, ain't no word over there. And we are emotional beings, but they, those emotions are to always be an expression of the born again, holy human spirit. See, there's the Holy Spirit, and my human spirit is holding. Holy Spirit living my human spirit, and the scripture tell me the first evidence of that is joy. So anything come to bother my joy, I'm not put, I'm not getting over there. And maybe some of you have misunderstood me because I won't get all emotional with you. If I'm not expressing joy and compassion, I can express compassion without breaking down. Some people you say, well, dad, I'm, I mean, my kids, dad, you don't cry. I say, because I don't cry in front of y'all, I mean, I don't cry. I said, join me in early morning prayer sometime. When I'm on the floor crying and whining like a baby before my father. And I tell my son, just, hey, if it, why cry ain't no need for it? You know, and when there was a need for it, they look at me funny. You know, and when I talk to them now, they don't know how emotional I be. 
and I just be trying to hold it because tears be coming in. I'm, I'm just talking to them because I love them so much and I want them to know that, that I'm about to break then. And I talk, now Renee will tell you, it's certain things I talk about, I can't get through it. But that's not due to a depression and worrying about somebody. It's my spirit expressing compassion in a right way. You understand? So get that. Worrying is perverted meditation. And just like meditation produce illumination, perverted meditation produce darkness and ignorance. And it's telling the father, you don't exist. You really don't. That's why he said you have to believe he is. You really don't because these birds singing, watch this. And next time that happened, you know, any of us slip into it, just, just shut down and listen. If you're in the woods somewhere around any animals and you're gonna hear some birds still singing. I guarantee you that grass gonna be green out there if water's on it. I guarantee you the roses will be red. I guarantee you that dude gonna be out there in the morning. I guarantee you those animals, if you leave them alone, they'll eat like they're supposed to eat. They'll survive the storm. They'll make it through the rain if you leave them alone because the Father have already set laws in all creation to uphold creation. I love hearing the birds sing. Uh, we be in, we was in Jamaica and we, we was in Belize. Plenty of birds sing. I loved it. But we was in Jamaica and I, you know, I can go look at the camera, look at the house anytime. And I always turn the mic on and those birds be singing. I said, oh, I, I miss home. I miss home. I, I just miss that. I miss those birds. It's just hearing them just because I know that's the father's laws right in my face. And there is no need for me to be worrying about anything. Y'all catching this? Please catch this message here about it's the only way living by faith, believing that he is. That's what he told Moshe in Shemot, uh, was it three? We said, tell Pharaoh, which means the God of the land, that I is who I is. And I always be who I is, period. There is no other way to put it. He exists. He always, always will. And he'll always be who he is. That was Ahaya Asher, Ahaya mean. That's what he told Moshe. He said, go tell him that. Tell that monkey who I am. I made the monkey and the baboon and the gorilla. And then Pharaoh, which means God of the land in ancient Kemite, Misrim translated Egypt, experienced those flies, experienced those plagues. And the father, then you know, bruh, I, I, I got all of this. I can release the blessing and I can release something going to put a hurt on you. You don't let my people go. Write this down. You don't have to defend yourself. When the father said those plays, he was telling us today that any spirit, any person, any group of people that's holding you in bondage have made themselves an enemy of the father. You don't have to fight it. He'll deal with them. They'll let you go. All right. Uh, 
uh, we we about wrapping it up, Doctor May. Where were we? Uh, let's finish out Ibrium. Let's let's do that one. Okay, we're gonna pull that back up. And we didn't plan none of this. We teaching by the leading, Holy Spirit leading our spirit to teach, teaching out of spirit. Okay. And He always give us what's necessary. We just finished up um, Matthew 6 and 33. Let's go to six. Yeah, we stopped at 33. Now we know what he was talking about, meditating, right? And on the borderline committing blasphemy, ascribing power to ourselves above who he is. You know who behind that, old slew foot behind that. Let's look at 33 and we ended on 33. Not going to change nothing. That way Yeshua said it's not going to change anything. Not gonna change nothing. They don't have the power to change anything. So he says, when he says 33, he says, but meditate, make, make your, your, your primary meditation, make your precepts, my original thoughts, meditate on his kingdom. Let's fill it in. His kingdom government, his kingdom laws, his kingdom principles his kingdom uh, rules, his kingdom systems. It's not a cliche here when you talk about kingdom. And his righteousness and, and when he, what he was telling us was meditate on the keys of the kingdom. Anybody know the keys of the kingdom on our way out can just let us know what the keys of the kingdom are? Come on. Somebody just let us know what the keys of the kingdom are, then we'll finish reading. You have to hit the, the mute button, unmute your mic. Uh, Laws, precepts, principles, uh, that right. governs the kingdom. Laws, that's right. Principles to government. Uh, there you go. The laws, the principles, the precepts, the systems that govern the kingdom. The United States have laws that govern states. Counties have laws that govern the county. And you have to learn the laws to see the benefit. So that's what he's talking about. Meditate the keys of the kingdom and his righteousness. Not mine, but his. Watch this. Mine is in heels. If I understand his righteousness, I understand my righteousness because we have been made the righteousness of the Father in Yeshua the Messiah. That's good. That's good. That's good. Now let's finish it so we can go and get out of here. And then it said, all these things in terms of clothes, food, how things are gonna work out what we need in terms of benefits, things that make our life better. He said, giving us all things richly to enjoy. All of these things you will have to work for. You have to have seven streams of income to get it. Didn't say that, did it? He said, they will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not engage in perverted meditation about tomorrow for tomorrow we'll worry or be concerned there'll be listen there'll be enough stuff that come the next day to handle itself itself each day has enough trouble of his own in this world system 
don't even think about it. It's 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 life. You can take it down. We're gonna close it. Life in the world, the world carries its own set of trouble. Let not your heart be troubled, but believe in me. Now he said, in my father's house, we in the father's house now. We're children, we back, we restored. And we have many places of comfort and abundance. And he told him if it wasn't so, he would not have told him. Today he's telling us, you experience it now, but learn the keys of the kingdom. Living by faith is the way to spend eternity with the Father. Shalom to all of our viewers. Be sure to share, like, and subscribe. We appreciate you much. Hopefully the Holy Spirit is dealing with you in terms of becoming a citizen of the kingdom through repentance, true repentance, turning away from the life that you're living now wholeheartedly, and you will activate a law of being born again, regeneration, and you become a citizen of the kingdom, and then you must learn truth. It's the will of the Father for all men to be saved and come into the knowledge of the truth. He is not willing that any would perish, but all would come into repentance. But you know what? Many are not repenting. Many are perishing. 